What's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. In today's episode, I thought we could talk about the battle of day versus night shift. So just (laughs) sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Oh, Clint, I know you know exactly where I'm going with this. I do. Maybe not in recent time, but the whole reason why this episode came to be was because I had posted in our group... Every Wednesday, I always ask them, what is it that you want to vent about? So if you're not already, please join us in our police, fire, military, and families Facebook group. And there was an officer who who posted something that I know so many people can relate to. And I'm going to read it verbatim. She says, I'm sick and tired of coworkers that backstab and act holier than thou. Just because one officer handles things differently than another doesn't make the first one wrong. There shouldn't be such a big rift between day shift and night shift. But night shift gets absolutely shit on. Yet these day shifters are too afraid to go to nights because it's scary. Eat a bag of dicks. (laughs) If you don't work in the dark, if you don't have limited visibility, if you have backup whenever you need it, then you can go fuck off with your judgment. Rant over. (laughs) And I'm reading this and I'm thinking back to so many conversations that I've had with other officers who seem to have experienced the same type of a battlefield when it comes to the variation in shifts. It's still a common <laughs> concern or, or it's always, the, the argument's always going to exist. And no matter what shift you're on, you're always going to have a difference of opinion of which one's harder, which one's busier, who gets shit on the most. It's, it's just different. And I, I mean, I look back into where, I've been fortunate. I've worked graveyards some, but not tons, but I, I worked swing shift a lot too, which I mean, I didn't get off till two, three in the morning anyways, but still that, that is the busy shift. Like everyone's still awake at that time and partying and, and doing their bad deeds, uh, within that window. So you get the calm down of, or the the early afternoon when everything starts to get busy and then the late evening when all the big stuff starts happening. In my opinion, graveyard is busy, but you had the witching hour, which is pretty much from 2.30, 3 o'clock till 7 in the morning. So you have a break within that time frame of getting caught up on stuff. Now, if you go out and do find bad guys and, and do all that stuff that that's of course that's prime hunting hours, but it, it's, it's every shift will have the same argument day shift. It's all the OGs who they've earned the day shift spot. It's a different kind of busy. It might not be e calls or emergency calls all the time, but you're having to deal with, the backlash from the night before and clean up all the mess associated to it. So there's always going to be this argument of which shift is the busiest and undoubtedly it just depends. It depends on what's going on in your city at that time. And every shift has its own pros and cons and you're never going to agree to which shift is the worst. 
And I want to interject something here because I think that there's a deeper point that a lot of people miss the mark on. And I think that comes down to personal happiness. And I think that because it's not like that shift is permanent, number one. And it's not like you've never worked another shift in your department that's likely, number two. And another thing would be leadership because I've heard a lot of officers whose angst and complaints for that particular shift also comes down to their admin. And when we talk about leadership, a lot of a lot of the times we don't talk about one of the most important aspects of leadership, and that is that if you are not able to guide a team in a way to where they feel a sense of purpose, then you are a failure at a leader, period. And statistics show that a worker is 65% more likely to put in the work and do the reps for not only their their leader, their boss, not only for their job, but also for themselves. They have more meaning and fulfillment in doing what they're doing when the person that is leading them is instilling that, that sense of purpose. And workers who do not have this from leadership are less than 2% likely to actually do work, meaning they're going to be dicking around while they're on the job and, and doing things that they're, they're not getting paid to do. And when we think about that, I think it's also important for us to understand, like, what is it about me that's making me so bitter? And this isn't to point out that that comment or the person who was venting about this, because that's the purpose of the post was for people to be able to have a spaced event. But if that were my client, I would argue her to to stop and reflect on the things that really matter. Like, what's really, really going on here? Is it the shift or is it maybe some coworkers that you're working with? Is it the fact that you are angry because you're not at home with your kids or your dogs? Is it because you had an argument with your spouse before you went into work or that's a, a common theme? Maybe you leave for work while they're getting home and then that's the only five minutes you have to kind of vent to each other. So you word vomit instead of having a healthy conversation with each other. There's something much, much deeper going on when there's this type of upset because people who are focused on doing better for themselves, people who are happy, they don't complain about other people. Like we just don't have time for that, period. And I I would argue that we all get caught up in the riff of this sometimes. And when that happens, it's important for us to stop and instead of using other people and other elements of circumstance as the excuse as to why we're unhappy and to justify us being unhappy, to go a little bit deeper and actually do the work to understand what is it about us that we're not happy about right now. Yeah, and you're absolutely right with that because even we'll take the shift differences out of it. Say you promote to the detective bureau or to to different detail or whatever it may be, you have this competition going on with other districts, with other bays, with other just everything within your department. Whatever you're a part of, that is the most important to you and the other ones aren't as good as the one you're on. And, and you see this throughout, and I've seen this throughout my career and, and I'm guilty of it too. I, I, I'm not to say I'm, I'm not, but you see every assignment that you go into, your team is always overworked and understaffed. And the other teams are not like there's always a superiority, whatever one you're currently on. And if you take your own ego out of the picture with it and put yourself in someone else's, they're going to have the same mindset. 
So it's, there's outside influences coming into it. Just like you said, is what is actually the underlying problem there? One thing that I can point out with regards to your career path and just your mentality, because you don't come home talking shit about this other shift or this other, this other department or this other detail. And a lot of that I think has boiled down to the fact that you have had such a diverse career at your agency and you've had the ability to not only work in so many different details, but also to be able to network with so many people. And when that happens, you know, you, you go through the grind, right? There was some, a lot of grunt work that you've had to do over the years, but in doing that grunt work, you've also been been able to diversify your mentality with not only the position or the detail that you're on, but also the the other people that you might need to use as a networking resource, be it at your department or within the city or you know political leaders or whatever it may be. By by understanding that you are all on the same team, I think for you in particular, and for for anybody whether they work in law enforcement or not. That is what makes the difference between just going to work every day and having to do something versus getting to do something. Yeah, it's 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 all in your mindset and how you approach these things. And it's something that I've been very fortunate to see this. And if I burn those bridges and talk shit about other shifts or other teams or whatever it may be, when I need help with something, do you think they're going to help me? No. You know, I mean, when it came down to it, if it was life or death, of course they would. But if it's something where I'm like, hey, I'm planning this special detail instead of going, ooh, I'm busy that day. They'll be like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Let me help out, you know. Yeah. And it's important for us to keep that open link. And as you stated, when we say or do something that it rubs somebody the wrong way, then we close that link on ourselves. And why, why on earth would we do that? Why would we want that? And there are many times where we might need to put on that cheerleader face and fake it a little bit. And that's just the honest truth, because there might be somebody that you perhaps don't feel is completely trustworthy. There might be somebody that you, you've heard a lot of things about or that you're, you're just unsure of. And by allowing ourselves the, the buffer zone, if we need to with somebody, then we could still create a safety net around ourselves while still keeping that link open, which I think is so important, regardless of, of where you work or what you do for a living. So hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours. <laughs>